2: Me. we can't get fooled again.
1: Hey, what's up everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissler hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. We have a fantastic episode for you all today. We're going to talk about the First Amendment what's happening with it and why we must protect it we'll also figure out a little bit more what happened on january 6th regarding jim jordan Uh talking with Mm -hmm. donald trump he said that he didn't though but he did for 10 minutes (laughs) and then we'll also obviously discuss what's going on right now with ukraine russia putin the united states Obviously, with the backdrop of the Olympic Games. Ooh. The Olympic ceremony, for those that didn't watch it yesterday, that was some beautiful propaganda. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. And Mississippi, just in time, they legalized only medical, but it's a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. medical marijuana. So hopefully the people watching in Mississippi got real nice and stoned and saw some of the most beautiful... Um, Opening ceremonies that we've seen, you know, in a while. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, it was it was quite stunning. But anyway, we'll talk about the Olympics more in the future. But before all of that, let's get to entertainment news. Ooh, Ooh I love it. Rudy Giuliani. Okay, he was on the masked singer. <laughs> what? Yes, indeed. And usually he's used to a masked singer, uh, that being someone that is being waterboarded and screaming, <laughs> and they say, "Oh, look at that! Uh, that's a masked singer there." Whoa. He loves to hurt people, Rudy Giuliani. Mm. He was on The mass Singer, and he was dressed as what can only be described as the sexual fantasy for every single senator. It was a young-looking woman. Uh, I mean, it's a piece of ice cream. It was mm, ice cream. Okay. But it had a hair, and it had a cherry on it, and it had eyes. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then, then it was Rudy Giuliani on the inside. So you can imagine that okay. You go and you're just like oh I think that's a nice piece of ice cream Yeah yum 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 Ooh. I'm going to lick
3: it And then it's the oozing black stuff in the middle Oh my god, like,
1: god it's ah, loud! Oh so apparently This has not aired yet but I think that it will Because it's making all the rounds right, right. Right. Ken Jong And Robin Thicke they're brave And they said <laughs> We can't even look at that man We can't even look at that man and they walked off set. Now, oh, Robin wow. Thicke, of course, you might recognize him for his controversial song, Blurred Lines. Right. Which is about how he likes to get everybody hammered. Right. And then it's like, can you press charges now? <laughs> Fantastic. That's Robin Thicke. That's a nice guy. And then Ken Zhang, who is the producer of the show. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm pretty sure he knows who the guests are. Oh. So I'm also pretty sure this is a publicity stunt. Ooh. But the question mm. is, is it right to be normalizing or putting public figures like Rudy Giuliani, like Sean Spicer, like Sarah Palin, those just happen to be conservatives. But, you know, you can say, um, would it be correct if they had, if the mass Singer, if all of a sudden it was, it's Louis Farrakhan. You know, would people be like, oh, oh, that's a... The question is, when it comes <laughs> to these types of individuals who are not famous by any talent merit, are right. only famous because right. of political gain mm-hmm. and because of class, does it normalize how horrible they are as people when we see them dressed as a little ice cream with a wig on? Right. Well, it makes them relatable. Relatable. And that's Do why we producers- need to be relating... To Rudy Giuliani right now.
3: I don't know about him. I mean, I'm just (laughs) from a producer standpoint, it's like, okay, you get your Sean Spicer. He was part of the administration that brings some Trump viewers to your your hot show. The man uh, ultimately lied every day to us. Yes, I am aware. And then Sarah Palin, same deal. On the mass Singer so they can pull in some of that Republican conservative, those big Alaskan TV numbers that you want.
1: Ooh, now I'm thinking about a baked, a baked Alaska. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Sarah Palin, at the very least, she said as soon as she got famous, I like that more than politics. Right. So she immediately was right. like, I'm no longer yeah. governor. I'm right, out of here. I'm out of here. Fuck just you, r- pussies. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And so at least Sarah Palin decided to completely give up on politics right. and just become a uh, a reality yeah, show. Yeah, reality TV star. Figure it out. They put her in stuff. stuff. She was exactly.
3: in one of the SNL re- 40th reunion show. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld was like, oh, Tina Fey is Sarah Palin. And then it was just Sarah Palin. Whoa. It was a very funny bit. But I would agree. That Rudy Giuliani on the heels 13 months after he basically helped incite an insurrection (laughs) at the Capitol by saying we need trial by combat on a stage in front of thousands of angry Trump people who then went and had trial by combat. I think this is a little much on the producers part of Mass Singer. Not the greatest
1: time. Well, I, uh, apparently, I'm sorry, Fernando, just one second. Apparently, there's a new theme for the season. Mm. Do you know what the se- the theme is? This is true. Spoiler for Insurrection. me.
3: Insurrection.
1: No. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the cuddly. Oh. <laughs> so I
3: guess he was cuddly. I don't know. I think it's more oily and oozy. Shut just- <laughs> down now. Just spraying black ooze everywhere. This is anyway. to me the
2: juxtaposition, like the the opposite of. Remember when Jimmy Fallon had El Presidente? Well, then, uh, running for president, Trump.
1: Right on, on well, his Jimmy show. Kimmel. Uh, yeah, I said
2: was Jimmy, it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy
1: Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Again, we talked about yeah. this before at nauseum. Every single media entity loved Donald Trump because mm-hmm. of the ratings that he provided. As a matter of fact, just to clarify a little bit on Zucker. Ratings were down this year after the Trump era, (laughs) they were down. 74% Seventy four percent. yeah. So yes, whatever yeah. Fallon, Kimmel, Colbert, whatever you want to say, they talked about him or had Trump on at nauseum for ratings. Mm-hmm.
2: this is the mass singer doing that. They know Giuliani. The, this hasn't even aired, and it's been on every single news network. I've seen it at least three different. You know, Instagram shares about it. Mm-hmm. They knew that this was just as big as a bite as that. That you know, four or five years
1: ago. Right. So they know it. It's a clickbait. Also, is there something strange about the hiding in plain sight, the complete disregard for people's concerns that, hey, maybe what happened on January 6th of last year is serious and we should never let it happen Mm. again. We have that. And I think that's a real valid point of view. (laughs) But now again, we have the one of the orchestrators of that coming out dressed like a glorified cupcake. And we're supposed to just sit here and (laughs) say, man, yeah, that did happen. (laughs) But look at him out there just being, you know what? Just like us, because I can't tell you how many times I go out dressed like a chocolate sundae. (laughs) So Rudy Giuliani, his family, they're creative. As a matter of fact, his daughter, who I love his daughter, she is um, into threesomes. She loves her threesomes. So he does have some insight into the lifestyle of an entertainer. Hmm. (laughs) So she says that threesomes make her a better person. Her name is Caroline Rose Giuliani. And she said, she told Vanity Fair magazine, threesomes helped her with her depression, her, her lingering anorexia, and her anxiety. So isn't that nice? Giuliani, maybe not the nicest man. Right. But it seems as if he did manage to create a child that loves to have sex with a bunch of people well on ecstasy so that's actually good that's good i think it's
2: probably the ecstasy doing the
1: you know the healing Most rather of the healing. i think, yeah. it, was, I think <laughs> it was probably an immense amount of trauma having to grow up with your father as new york city mayor uh, and yeah. then see that man c- slowly crumble into the whatever form he has decided <laughs> to become now right as travis said a man full of oil yes and let's
3: face it i mean as a father, he was very uh, open about some things. I mean, this isn't on this episode of Mass Singer. It's not his first time dressing up like a hot no. ice
1: cream blonde. <laughs> Let's play this video. Do we have that clip, Fernando? We, do, we do have we that have clip, we, and we're going to play that, but I do want to say, when it comes to people's daughters, obviously the Ted Cruz stuff, that's like a young teenager, and if you're a teenager and you're like your parents, I don't know what to t- I did not. I don't know. I don't think that's normal. I think you're not supposed to. Hmm. But you do know char- the character of a person behind closed doors mm-hmm. someone is behind who is behind those closed doors are often children the right, kids right. and the fact that uh, Giuliani's daughter absolutely despises him she's wearing a vote your ass off shirt uh, for john offs for oh, senate nice. she's like a staunch democrat who has never supported her father who has always said that he is a you know not trustworthy right. disingenuous dishonest person and there has to be something to that when it comes to your family completely seen a different side to you, and because they saw that side, they're like, I can't believe anyone would vote for this dude. Right.
3: Yeah, the sons and daughters of all these Republican douchebags hate their own parents a lot more than the rest of America does. But,
1: I mean, you know, we we do know for one thing, John McCain must have been a great father, because uh, Meghan McCain uh, is slowly turning into him.
2: I cannot wait for the mommy <laughs> dearest that is going to be Rudy Giuliani's
1: daughter and the McCain's kids. Ooh, that'll be <laughs> fun. Anyway, let's play this clip of Rudy Giuliani. Now, we don't know Oh, I believe this was in the early '90s. This
3: was 2000.
1: This is 2000.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is 2000. Uh, is when Giuliani was still mayor of New York, and uh, Donald Trump, of course, was a multi-millionaire, billionaire. We don't know. He was, seemed just very rich in the '90s. Well, at this
1: point, he was bankrupt. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is a little roast that they were doing. It's a comedy skit. It was some. It was from a roast, and this is Rudy Giuliani um, going up to Donald Trump, dressed to the nines. And uh, let's just play the sound. The Mayor's Inner Circle Press Roast, 2000.
3: A hot blonde
1: enters the store.
3: You know, you're really beautiful. And a woman that looks like that has to have her own special scent. Oh, thank
2: you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you could tell me what you think of this. That's
1: Rudy. Oh, spraying sprays cologne perfume on <laughs> Donald mm, smells. I like that.
3: This, this may be the best of all. Oh, and he sprays a little more perfume on his... <gasps> and now Donald him.
1: Donald, I thought you were a gentleman.
0: Hm. You can't say I didn't try. Whoa. Donald Trump ending cuts. Wow. And
1: wow. It ends with a slow motion walk of Giuliani, again, dressed <laughs> just beautifully. like some. Uh, just He went to the dress barn and he found... The perfect (laughs) clothes for (laughs) himself. (laughs) So that is just a reminder that these people are in it for themselves and in it for attention and the idea that any of them care about you is a total lie all right well let's move on from donald <laughs> trump motorboating rudy giuliani fernando you are not immensely aroused <laughs> not at all all oh right did God. you get your note we have the we have the vomit bucket oh Bring it up, fernando.
2: Y'all can't see my face, but I'm really disgusted by No, way. I noticed <laughs>
1: because, uh, you know, I thought it was going to be funnier uh, playing it uh, with you guys, and I thought we were going to laugh and stuff. But then, yes, it uh, it's just very disturbing. It's traumatic. Yeah, it was traumatic. And as a matter of fact, uh, Travis and Fernando have walked off the show. No.
2: <laughs> Robin Thick style. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. yeah. Get back I'm here. i disgusted.
3: <laughs>
1: oh thank you robin thick for being the moral authority we always (laughs) needed in this country is it possible to hate everyone yes okay thank you (laughs) thank god Uh, jenny mccarthy's bosom they get a pass (laughs) and always will Mm -hmm. um much like rudy giuliani's bosom that was just nuzzled by the strange face that is donald trump you can just find that video on youtube by the way rudy giuliani in drag check it out it's just as unnerving and disgusting as you can imagine let's move on to something much more serious Mm. The U.S. is now testing robot patrol dogs on the Mexican border. This Yay. is disgusting. Yay. These dogs are just <laughs> as evil as they sound, and they're not dogs, by the way. I also, as a dog lover, mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. are these are they're just robots they're animatronic just,
2: quadrupeds.
1: Thank you. Wow, that's such a smart. <laughs> uh,
2: what, how do you what was that animatronic animatronic quadru- quadrupeds? So quadrupeds. Yeah, they have four feet, and they're kind of meant to look like animals. Ooh. These
1: animatronic quadrupeds. <laughs> oh my God! Did I just go to <laughs> You're an engineer now. Whoa, uh-huh. sweet. These horrifying looking beasts have caused a lot of uh, concern hmm. in the civil liberties, with our mm-hmm. civil liberties and mm-hmm. in the civil liberties communities. Uh, so these dogs are now, or again, not dogs, but whatever the hell these robots are, they're now patrolling the Mexican-U.S. border. They're being called mechanical reinforcements. Now, many people are saying this is a civil liberties disaster. Uh, The company that developed these, again, air quotes, dogs, let's bring dogs out of it. (laughs) It's called Ghost Robotics. Oh, yeah. Boston? And and it had previously showcased a four-legged robot that had a sniper rifle Ah, on its back. So, this is Robot dogs with guns. Which is what my biggest fear is, which is what (laughs) I said was going to happen and that it is happening. And I wish at some point, maybe I'll just start saying different things like 99 cent pizza all around. (laughs) Oh,
3: let's manifest that. Yeah, let's manifest some fun things. (laughs) Hot
1: dog Tuesdays.
3: Okay. Nationwide. Love it.
1: (laughs) What happens to the least of us is going to happen to all of us at some Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. These are 100 pound robots. They're on the southern border. Gavin Keneally, he is the chief operating officer at Ghost Robotics, said the unarmed 45-kilogram robot, air quotes dog, was, quote, bred... To Uh, walk on sand, rocks and hills, as well as human-built environments, such as stairs. So as I said, what happens to the least of us will inevitably come home to roost for all of us. Mm. Look at what happened with the drone wars in Afghanistan. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with surveillance in this country here coming up in a second. What happens overseas or what happens here on our border inevitably comes to your town at some point. Unless, of course... We say, no, this is not acceptable. We cannot have this. Of course, the sad thing is when it comes to our southern border, so many people have um, such hard hearts when it comes to those people who are entering mm-hmm. that they're like, mm-hmm. well, if we're going to experiment uh, with this on anyone, let's do it on them. I also think this
3: underlines something that we've talked about on this show and is kind of an unspoken secret about the biden immigration policy absolutely right that there's where's still, the media right there's still things happening on the southern border that's what's so crazy right now as we lead up to 2022 A lot of the MTGs, a lot of the Trumpers are running on Joe Biden's open borders policy, Mm -hmm. the disaster on the southern border. And actually, Joe Biden is enforcing just as many of the immigration laws that Trump did. And now he's adding
1: robot dogs with guns. Absolutely. And as we've talked about on this show, there are more people right now incarcerated, more undocumented immigrants incarcerated under Biden Mm -hmm. than was under Trump. And as Travis just said, the policies that Trump put in place are still there. And now... We're adding a government contract with ghost robotics Yay. that is going to lead to headless little baby Terminators on uh, our southern border.
2: Oh the goal of these is basically te- technically to help the border patrol agents because then the border patrol agents don't have to go out into the desert. They don't have to risk all these dangerous because southern New Mexico and southern Texas, yeah. y'all, is really bad in the heat. You know,
1: really bad at night. I mean, can you imagine this, dude? You get over the border. It's like, all right. It's not going to be like super fun or anything. And then you're like, "Is that a fucking robot dog?" <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my god!
1: <laughs> bark, 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 oh, bark, it, bark. Mm. does it like belly rubs. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. No, it doesn't.
2: <laughs> so, you know, they could they could instead be providing water or be providing services right. or helping you know helping <laughs> people with not die in the desert. Yeah. But instead, they're going to
3: be used as weapons.
1: That's so. military, baby. R and D, according to Agent Brett Becker. Uh, He is the U.S. Customs and Border Protection agent. He says, just like anywhere else, you have your standard criminal behavior, but along the border, you can also have human smuggling, drug smuggling, as well as smuggling of other contraband, including firearms or even potentially weapons of mass destruction. Mm. Yikes. Seems a little bit hyperbolic there, and when it comes to firearms being smuggled we over, need to
3: bring them in,
2: we're good. Yeah,
1: yeah. We if that is so one, that is an they export. Bringing firearms here, buddy, I mean, that's an export. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's we like, got the firearms. I promise you that.
3: That's what the Fast and Furious program was under Holder. They were sending guns to Mexico to see where they would end up. <laughs> and there is no
1: denying we have to work on human smuggling. Now the question is, why are these people being human smuggled? It's because there's been no option or ability for them to enter the country exactly. any way. Ugh. So when people are, you know, in dire stra- they do things that are extremely dangerous and we hear about those accidents happening 20 people killed Mm -hmm. 30 people killed um, because you know a truck that they were in got into an accident or a car they were shoved into got into an accident no one's having fun exactly it's (laughs) not like this joyous to see it or Fox News or some conservatives are like, it's a caravan it's a caravan a blast it seems like a waking freaking nightmare you spend all your money and There's only a chance you might make it. And of course, when it comes to uh, immigrants in this country, uh, they are the backbone of our workforce. Anyone who's ever been in the service industry knows that. And they also pay taxes. Right. Yeah. That's something important to remember.
2: And that's right there what I was trying to get to earlier with money. For every one of these dogs, all the money they spent on every one of these dogs, they could have literally just fixed the system. They could have improved immigration. They right. could have improved the in- intake process. They could have added more more agents to help more people legalize and get ITNs. Why, Ben? Because then they would, say ex- they would do exactly what you said, pay taxes. Because all of these people just want rights. Right. They just want the protections that every other American citizen wants mm.
1: of course everyone just wants to live a life in peace and raise a family to the best of their ability and as we talked about on last episode if we really wanted to confront horrible regimes all around the world we can start right here. Cartels, what's going on with the uh, mm-hmm. destabilization in Central America. Mm-hmm. Why are these people coming here? All of those things. If the U.S. was not so spread out and so complicit in a lot of the disasters that have happened in that part of the world, mm. then we wouldn't have to be so open-minded. Right. You know, we wouldn't have to even have these conversations. Exactly. A, they wouldn't be coming over because their area, their their uh, community, their state mm-hmm. would not be in shambles. And then B... We wouldn't be needing to spend what will probably be billions and billions of dollars right. on, uh, on border security, air quotes, whether it be <clears throat> the catchphrase of Build-A-Wall or now this new ghost robotic government contract to have these dogs or, again, air quotes dogs, these killing machines. Right. Um, be on our southern border. Right, right. I just don't like the... Also, Americans live on the southern border, too. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of people who are just like, I don't want that. What is that? Wait, get, exactly. get out of here. Get that
3: robot dog out of here. It just
2: shut up my clothes. Oh. hanging them in the wind. I always try to remember that the people, you know, the immigrants, quote unquote, coming, the illegals coming, they're coming from vacation spots. That people here tend to go visit. <laughs> so it's obviously not the location that is the problem. And there's it's hard, something else happening. And
1: obviously <laughs> I'm not going to bite into any of the propaganda out there or, or whataboutism. Uh, because what's happening in China right now is horrible and devastating. And hopefully, again, the Olympic Games can shed some light on the human rights atrocities going on right now in that area. <laughs> But when it comes to the American experiment and when it comes to America, we have to, if we were going to be a beacon, we can't do stuff like this. Right. I mean, also, like, it seems to me that we're going to use this ghost robotic stuff here. We're practicing on our own people now. Mm-hmm. or on immigrants because they're seen as less than. Right. You wait; those those will be on Ukraine border in no time. Oh
2: my
3: gosh, the robot dogs over there—they're already in Israel, right? That was what we were talking about last right. time. The Israeli defense contractor unveiled the remote control armed robot dog and said it could ooh, patrol battle zones and it could open fire.
1: It's uh, it's just sad that we're using this technology. No, at no point has anyone been like. Uh, what if we created a robot that would, like, get people that were wounded off the battlefield mm-hmm. or give them a bunch of blood? Give it's, them a ride. Give them the a ride. Just
2: water. Like I said, water at the
3: border.
1: But mm-hmm. anyway.
3: Imagine these robots, like, paid off our school loans instead. Oh, my
2: gosh. Well. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Well, less robot dogs for patrolling, smuggling, and I say more real dogs, for snuggling.
1: Snuggling, (laughs) the good, bad, and the cuddly. (laughs) The American Civil Liberties Union, they say this is a civil liberties disaster in the making. Uh, According to the group, they say the government must retract this dangerous proposal, and the Biden administration must put the brakes on our country's slide into an anti-immigrant dystopia. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, it's just fucking scary. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know, man. I yeah. just feel like we live in a world where like UFOs are real and robot dogs are uh, are on the border and we're all just like yeah, well, well, yeah. I
3: saw the Mass Singer the other night. Yeah, it was, pretty, was pretty cool. cool. It was yeah pretty great. Sarah oh, Palin, no. Megan McCain was on there.
1: She's the oh, the really? walrus. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, she wasn't. Oh, don't even say it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't even say it. Megan's a fine gal. What uh, were you gonna uh, say, Fernando? I'm not
2: gonna say. I'm was scared of Trump groping me in the metaverse. Honestly.
1: Yes. By the way, the <laughs> metaverse groping. Um, <laughs> apparently. They have created a, four, what is it, a, a fate there's a ring around your little avatar. A
3: personal bubble.
1: A personal bubble. Four so.
3: feet, personal bubble. So
1: mm-hmm. now everyone will just be just jerking off to you like they're a magneto. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then
3: it just stays in the bubble. I guess. And then oh. they
0: walk around with it in a bubble. I don't know what happens.
3: <laughs> Does it float in the bubble? I don't know, oh, Travis. golly.
0: <laughs> Today. Speaking of privacy,
1: another piece of legislation that's gone forward. So it's not just government contracts with ghost robotics or Boston dynamics. There is an Iowa bill that is being suggested that would require cameras in all public classrooms. Now, this is a conservative bill. And I, man, it's like give these kids a freaking break oh, sure how much do they have to be on camera right also what a stupid primitive idea I hate to break it to you but they're already on camera they're filming themselves <laughs> right so this just is a tiktok exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so conservative law and again this is just about a government contract right cuz you yeah. know there's some dipshit some nephew is like yeah, he's got cameras. We don't know what to do with him. He's got a whole bunch of them. Let's <laughs> oh, get. I, I know. I, have I know. Idea. We're gonna, we'll, we'll make a law. Exactly. Conservative lawmakers in Iowa introduced a bill this week that would require cameras to be installed in nearly every K through 12 classroom across the state, allowing parents to see live streams. <sighs> How are you supposed to teach like that? How are you supposed to learn yeah. like that? if I knew that my parents were watching me in the classroom, what about autonomy? We're just losing such in we're, we're losing. I understand the idea of collectivism. There are certain things we need to be together on. We all ride the same roads. Mm -hmm. We all need the same thing. We all go to the same damn grocery store. Sure. But there is also individualism and autonomy and the right to express and explore yourself and if you are a child, now all of a sudden your parents can watch you in this classroom live stream. Not to mention it'll be hacked overnight, and there'll oh, be a bunch exactly. of fucking oh, perverts. I was oh, say, I,
2: even the even parents oh. in their own classroom. I don't. I don't know. Some other kids' parents are
1: weird. What as creepy fuck. ass parent would be like? Yes, I want to watch my child. And and yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then you come back from school, and then your parents would be like, "I saw you fell asleep in math <laughs> class. You're like, right. oh. Can I be left alone, please? Because." Now it's beginning to we've just indoctrinated kids now at this point where it's just like, yeah, you're gonna be on camera 24-7. Get used to it. a kid. That's the way it is. Robot dogs, no problem. That's right, normal. Right. And it's sad <laughs> that these kids never grew up in an era. in an era where well, that wasn't the case because it shouldn't be the case and these kids need to be able to explore who they are and when you're a kid sometimes you do really awkward dumb shit mm-hmm. and I bet you these kids would like it if it wasn't on camera so everyone could make fun of them for accidentally shitting themselves in class.
3: <laughs> right uh, it's going to be on the internet buddy for the rest of your life.
1: The one kid who, who was like man I took a bunch of mushrooms during lunch and uh, <laughs> holy bro I'm freaking out Whoa, here bro. You're ten. Next thing you know he's in the corner <laughs> taking a piss and it's like alright well we could have dealt with this without now it being streaming. <laughs> Streamed all over the school for them, school to see. Right. So teachers' advocates have criticized the effort as one designed to censor classrooms, intimidate mm-hmm. educators, mm-hmm. Uh, specifically in cases of race or history or whatever it might be. Oh boy. We're seeing the right is doing these book-burning activities. The Cancel left culture. is trying to uh, censor certain pieces of work, or certain artistic uh, books as well, certain literary works. All sides are fucking batshit, mm-hmm. and it's like these kids. And the sad thing is, the kids just need an education. <laughs> right. and the adult and the kids are just like looking at the adults, be like, "What are you guys fighting about? Right? Why can't I know? How, why don't I know how to read?
3: <laughs> it's like watching <laughs> an episode of South Park play out in real time. It in real really life. is."
1: I mean, it reminds me when I was watching this book burning and this disgusting, everyone's throwing books. By the way, all in plastic garbage bags. Not that it's the biggest. It's not going to kill the world. I mean, it is. It is killing the world. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. But it was like, can you guys maybe bags? Right. If you're going to do a book burning, do me a favor and put them in paperbacks.
3: You're telling me people who burn books don't care about the environment? I guess well, not. Uh,
1: never. But it reminded me. I was watching this disgusting thing on the other side of the aisle when it comes to ivory. Obviously, ivory, the killing of elephants or any big game is absolutely disgusting. But they did this thing where they got all the ivory around from New York City and there was these beautiful pieces of art right on, on the ivory because people used to put their entire fi- family lineage on those things and they, would, they were shredding all of it. And I was like, just stop destroying stuff <laughs> like it's already done. Stop destroying ivory. Stop hunting elephants for ivory. Stop burning books. Just <laughs> stop people. Stop stopping people from making their own decisions. Because the whole point is you're supposed to read a mm-hmm. book and mm-hmm. say, you know what, dude, where is my country? Right. You know, Michael right. Moore would be like, I disagree with some parts of that book. Yeah. And then you're supposed to figure out who you are that way. Right. Well, I just find
3: it fascinating that, again, we see it's the Republican Party here in Iowa that is doing this uh, intrusive measure. Right. It, it's it's a growing trend In conservatism, like you said, it's the conservatives who are getting books banned from schools right now. And now this is another. This should be a privacy concern. I mean, the Republicans, when it comes to education, are going full big government, which is in theory supposed to go against everything they stand
1: for. Yeah, I don't fully understand how this would fit into uh, if you're a true. Classic conservative. Right.
3: But that's the thing. Do they even exist anymore? I mean, we saw the whole reason Glenn Youngkin won Virginia is because suburban parents were very concerned about the education system in Virginia.
1: And it's not just that there's going to be a bunch of cameras in this classroom. This is what makes this legislation truly nefarious. Under the bill, teachers, administrators, or other school staff who fail to keep the cameras active... Insane. They will be fined... 5% of their weekly salary per infraction. That's crazy. Mm. That is insane of their unbelievable salary. That is exactly where I was going with this. This is unreal. So the camera, again, if you obstruct it for whatever reason, truly kids are kids. And what if there is a moment where a child is having a breakdown? Let's say they remove all of their clothes and start fucking freaking out. I I grew up with a lot of special needs kids and special needs kids do, do you know things and everyone, everyone kids do things right. that are um, indicative of a mind that is still forming. Right. So they can freak the <laughs> fuck out sometimes. Yeah. And again, these things will be totally hacked. And I don't know why the legislator or anyone in office is like, yeah, I want to make sure that I see those 11 year olds. Right. I want to make sure I see them in class. This is disgusting. Uh, the bill is sponsored by, oh, believe it or not, huh? Norlin Momsen. Uh. Oh. Talk about the nanny state, Norlin <laughs> Momsen, oh,
3: Momsen, a
1: Republican who represents a rural district in eastern Iowa. I just don't understand how any of this is going to benefit our children and help them learn, which is the only thing we should be focused on when it comes to our conversation on education. Right.
2: We, I'm trying to find the operating cost of this camera thing, and I'm not. I'm not finding it. Right. But I know that 31,000 students of Iowa would benefit way more from this money. Being channeled into education. period. Give, a, give yeah. them all iPads. I mean, give them what? all free lunch. I mean, does Please, I have free lunch Give oh, them all
3: my. a TikTok. They'll put themselves oh, on TikTok. camera. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: I, exactly, iPads. Something. I right. mean, just You know that's what? It. You probably make the most valid point when it comes to healthy food. So Momsen said the primary purpose of the bill is to quote, increase the involvement of parents in their children's uh, education. I mean.
3: How? 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 They're just going to watch it on home? YouTube? Just instead of the, the eagle
2: cam, they're going to be watching your child do attempt to do algebra? Most also- of the
3: parents I know are thrilled when their kids Get are sent to school. And Please. you got eight hours with no kids. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Most of my parent friends love that time.
1: And if there are cases of abuse, which it sucks, it, it happens. It's real. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, we have someone who can't go and tell the teacher that their parent is abusing them because they know oh, that their parent is watching wow. them on camera. Wow. This wow. is a silencing effect. This is, this is all this does. Teachers don't true. want it. Educators uh, in, in, as a whole don't want it. Students don't want it. I don't think parents want it, except for the parents and the perverts that are going to use this for nefarious reasons. That is a
3: very good point because during COVID, uh, domestic disputes, domestic violence went way up because kids were at home more. And sometimes, like you said, there are parents who shouldn't be raising some kids and they're doing a poor job of it. And a lot of the times when um, domestic abuse is caught, basically, it's because the kid is going to school and Absolutely. teachers
1: intervene. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. <sighs> So education groups and unions immediately condemn the legislation as censorship. This is what Becky Pringle has to say. Maybe she's related to uh, to Percy Pringle, who was the, uh you know, the Undertaker's number one man. <laughs> I don't know that, Ben, but I believe you. <laughs> you don't know, Percy Pringle? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> you don't I
3: mean, know? I, I believe you. It's a wrestling reference. I know the Pringles. Like, Yeah, once you pop it, you, you, you don't stop. Do Delicious.
1: Percy mm-hmm. Pringle?
3: <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ben.
1: Paul Bearer?
2: Mm. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> no, you don't. Know? Okay. Well, anyway, maybe maybe Becky Pringle's related to it. Mm. This is what she had to say. She says, "Some politicians around the country want to limit not only what history our kids can learn about and what books they can read, censor the truth of our history in some cases. And now in Iowa, they want to install classroom cameras for live monitoring of teachers." Ugh. So their perspective, of course, is on the yes, teachers, of course. Mm-hmm. And so Pringle said in an email Instead of wasting public funds on monitoring equipment, we should employ additional qualified professionals, reduce class sizes, which is huge, and provide more programming that helps students acquire the skills they need. And I I am happy Becky Pringle brought up reduced class sizes. Mm -hmm. I know as someone who, I'm just going to say as a child, as opposed to now, (laughs) I required a little bit of attention. Mm -hmm. And if I was in a classroom of... 30 people, right. 40 people, mm-hmm. I'm getting that attention from the five friends that I have in the back. Yes. And I am yeah. making sure that I make them laugh. And then I go to the office and then whatever. <laughs> Small classroom sizes helps me immensely. Mm-hmm. You know, 15 to 20 people. Mm-hmm. Because you see these teachers now with 30, 40 kids and they just don't have the time. Right. They want to give every kid enough time. They want to give every kid you know some personal attention because everyone's needs are different especially as they're growing and they just can't there's only what 45 minutes to an hour in a period you you just there's no time how many periods you have if you're a teacher exactly you got eight classes (laughs) i mean you're busy as hell you're already stressed and now all of a sudden you got to walk in be on camera
2: Mm -hmm. and i mean at a min-wage job right we're turning teachers into cashiers at walmart it's unbelievable. We really are. Wow.
1: Iowa State Education Association President Mike Bernick called the bill completely outrageous and dangerous. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I just can't imagine how a conservative group would think that this is okay. Right. Um, that's why as as Americans, as a people... We're just like looking up and being like, how are y'all both messing this up so damn bad? Right. Leave us alone. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I mean, the only thing worse is
3: if they just got to all the kids' robot dogs with cameras on them. And Oof. then, and
1: then. I mm. mean, it's just insane. Yeah, public school uh, administrators have been left to navigate this situation one such group is the Nevada Nevada Family Alliance they recently proposed placing body cameras on teachers oh to ensure that they aren't teaching critical race theory that's so insane oh
3: <laughs> so they're trying to
1: information is oh god and we we'll go on
3: no they they're trying to take what was done to the police officers cuz remember a lot of conservatives These are teachers. were I know but the conservatives were very against police officers getting mm-hmm. body cams now they all do it's a pretty so, much universal thing and so now conservatives are like well
1: hold on if you're going to do that to the cops you must as well do it to the teachers too there was also the large concession of the large movement to arm the teachers yeah, oh, so, it's a big also, thing in Ohio that passed what are we doing again we have to think about this through the perspective of the child you're a kid. Your teacher looks like fucking Iron Man. He's a cop. Because they got a cameraman <laughs> I mean, on you. They got a camera a, on you. Your teacher's a cop. They, they got have a gun. gun on you. Yeah. Yeah. You're on camera. What is the difference between being
3: incarcerated and that? Right. Well, <laughs> nothing. It's like the movie Kindergarten Cop, but that was actually supposed to be on camera because it was a movie. Mm. Yes, indeed. It's mm. not a tumor. <laughs> well,
1: not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Fernando, critical race theory—it's—it seems like just Critic-
2: such. Critical race yeah. theory is you when when people are complaining about it, that's your grandparents. I'm, I mean, not not yours, but I'm saying men are dead, and
1: you, like, the <laughs> fact that you brought that up is insensitive. <laughs> no, it's okay.
2: Critical race theory. Whenever someone complains, it's like they don't want to hear what you were saying when you were young and being real racist. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? It's sure. <laughs> critical race theory. Anytime these politicians try and hide it, they're just trying to hide their past. And right. There's also only-
1: isn't there the. What about the old adage, you got to learn learn from the past, you got to mm-hmm. learn the past to so mm-hmm. learn from the past so we don't repeat it? Yeah, right. so you're not doomed to repeat it. Those so who why... don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. So why? So I don't know. What that's... That shouldn't be that much of a problem. Anyway, continuing on, and uh, as we mentioned on last episode, talking about the First Amendment. There is also something happening right now in Miami. So there was a bunch of things that happened in the spring break uh, last year in Miami Beach. Everyone was supposed to be under quarantine and people, young people did what young people do, which is go get drunk and have sex with each other. Hmm. Yay! That led to a series of arrests. Now, most of these arrests were uh, most of the people arrested were black people. Cops were upset because people were filming them. So because of that, they passed an ordinance that would now make that illegal. Um, Since then, nearly all of those cases that were filmed from last year have been dropped. But in a few remaining cases, the Florida Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers asked a court to dismiss a case against an Ohio tourist saying the ordinance unconstantly punished the right of free speech. So they were arresting people for filming the police. And I think that, again, is... A total step backwards, mm-hmm. and another interesting situation where again the power is going to put uh, you know robot dogs on the southern border. Hmm. Psychopaths want cameras in your classroom, yeah. but God forbid uh-huh. you film the place. What? It seems a bit ironic, yeah, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I would say it's ironic at the very least. But, but it's also a slow rollback of our civil liberties. Well,
2: Miami Police Department, if you're not doing anything wrong, then there's nothing wrong with us filming you,
1: is there? So according to <laughs> Alex I? Zayas the Florida Ju- of the Florida Justice Center, um, they say the city can't possibly think that this law is constitutional. That's why they won't stand behind this law. The new challenge comes in a case for Rebecca Kaliswick. Um, No hearing has been set for that case, uh, but the Miami Beach City Commission uh, has appeared they want to get tough on crime, and they think that this is one of the uh, one of the ways to do it so after the raucous spring break, Miami Beach Cities Commission in June passed an ordinance making it illegal to quote approach or remain within twenty feet of Miami Beach police officers with the intent to impede, provoke, or harass an officer engaged in lawful duties it's punishable by up to a five hundred dollar fine or 60 days in jail. Jeez. They're gonna get their money at the expense of our civil liberties, and uh, it's just simply not right. A herald review of the 13 arrests over that weekend showed that all of them were black people, Mm. and uh, most of the people filming were also black, and of course, uh, when we talk about criminal justice reform, the camera can do good things. Cameras are just tools. And I think when it comes to them being used in a positive way, it's definitely filming people in power, making sure that they Mm -hmm. respect our constitutional rights. That's that's, why body cams on police officers was a totally justified thing. And if you're a police officer, there's also been situations where the body cam redeemed you, where someone is trying to scam and be like, "I was beat up. And then it's like, oh, no. Yeah. You bit
3: my nose off. Right. I exactly. Know? Exactly. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, I mean, 2013, the killing of Eric Garner, um, oh, the man who videotaped right. that and blew up the spot, literally spent more time in jail. I don't know. It could even still be there. I don't he know might for be. sure. He might be. Um, whereas the officer who did the killing, obviously, uh, was, I think, fired, but never officially charged. <sighs>
1: Just an interesting, again, use of these technological tools. Mm -hmm. And we want these things to be used for good reasons, Mm -hmm. not uh, for invasive reasons. Right. To hold the powerful accountable. Yes. Preferably. Also, there uh, a lot of the people against this legislation say there's no way to constitutionally declare on the spot who was within the 20 foot no go zone in a city as crowded with tourists as Miami Beach because all of a sudden 20 feet. It's huge.
2: It's, big, it's a big circle. Also, I don't <laughs> know
1: if they realize cameras do have zoom so you can always <laughs> do it that way. Um, according to lawyer Dan Tibbet, he says it criminalizes a substantial amount of innocent conduct. He goes on to say, the bottom line is that Americans have the right to remain within 20 feet of police officers, and they have the right to engage in conduct that may annoy police officers. Yeah. So we can't lose sight of that as we're fighting this, it seems, from all sides. Mm-hmm. And um, it, no one talks about it either, which is breaking my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the opening game, we didn't really talk about it on this show, but just in life, the opening game ceremonies, mm-hmm. you know, all of the excuses or the human rights um excuses or the violations of human rights, the excuses that the that the Chinese government right. you know gives. And obviously again, this is not what about them. they got a lot of stuff to work on, but we have to look in the mirror and say, okay, well, this is something that's happening here. That's happening here and it cannot happen. We cannot allow it to happen. Because surveillance is the first step. Right. You know, mass surveillance, once you know where everybody is, and then you can get people snitching on each other. We're going to talk about that on next episode. Uh, The politics of snitching. Mm -hmm. There's legislation that is being put forth where if you rat on your neighbor, whether it be the abortion ban in Mm, uh, in Texas. Texas, There's another funny joke that a police department made uh, for Valentine's Day to snitch on your neighbor. This pro-snitching. Not allowing us to film the police, but also forcing us to be on camera constantly is a horrible recipe <laughs> right. for the freedom of speech.
2: And adding to that, that they're making police officers sort of a protected class right. in this. Mm-hmm. They really are. And that's, I mean, you, could, someone has to police the police, period. Yeah. Oh, my that's God, it. yeah.
1: We're supposed to do it. They're civil servants. I pay their, we we pay their salaries. Mean, every one of us. Exactly.
3: And so. they, we all know every police department around the country gets a shitload of taxpayer dollars. Absolutely. Some cities, uh, as much of a, uh, as a third of their city budget goes to the police department alone. So,
1: despite the protest, the city has said, although the police department had probable cause for the arrest of Mr. Center Swanson, that was another individual arrested, after thoroughly reviewing the case, it was determined that the city should not proceed with its prosecution based upon the available evidence and the totality of the circumstances. Nonetheless, the city remains confident in the validity of its ordinance and is prepared to defend its constitutionality against any challenge. So hmm. the um, we'll see how the, if it does go up to the Supreme Court, we'll mm-hmm. see what they have to say. Mm-hmm.
0: today
1: all right well speaking of what people had to say let's talk a little bit about war and peace let's discuss what's going on with syria Hmm. and the biden administration so there was a bombing in syria the biden administration touted as a huge win they were able to kill a uh, a terrorist there a member of isis the story which again political the political theater you know, there's a lot of it. Yeah. And of course, they, uh, with the backdrop of the Olympics, Biden's not there. The U.S. didn't send any you know, envoy or didn't send any diplomats over. Mm-hmm. With going on with Ukraine and Russia and the Chinese, there's no coincidence that the Biden administration bombed Syria and took out a top ISIS leader, uh, although he did die by suicide bomb. Mm. Oh, so he kind of said, you can't kill me uh-huh. if I kill myself. <laughs> you you trying can't to make... fire me, I quit. You're trying to make me look stupid
3: in front of the other guests. <laughs> you
1: need no help from me, sir. That's right. There it is. <laughs> so the, uh, the U.S. says that this was a a final act of desperate cowardice, right? Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, there was a lot of bombs that went off, and we want to talk about on this show, what happens after the cameras are gone and after the president makes his victory lap and after everyone in the military industrial complex applauds themselves for the death of this man that no doubt will just make, you know, 10 more terrorists. There was also a lot of innocent civilians that died.
3: Yeah. According to Democracy Now!, there were also children and women, civilians killed. Uh, at least 13 people, and, you know, it's it's like uh, when we were getting out of Afghanistan, right? We send the drones in, and then it, there's a lot of basically innocent people who are always killed in those situations. But right. it's fascinating because, like you said, CNN ran this news and painted it as a good week it's w- a for gr- Joe Biden. Right he got a good Joe. jobs
1: report, and he killed a terrorist. That, in America, equals a win. And not to do what whataboutism again, but we know for a fact that robots on their southern border bombing in Syria the death of innocent civilians cnn would be covering that yeah <laughs> if there was a different person in the white house not that anybody uh, wants that but hopefully uh, we can hold the media accountable for their lack of coverage and their hypocrisy which is a one of the worst crimes a person can make so we have what happened in Syria now we also have a situation happening where the us state department and us um, intelligence services Mm. have said Mm -hmm. that the Russians were planning a false flag operation against Ukraine. This would basically show Ukraine attacking Russia. And Mm -hmm. what they were going to do was put a bunch of corpses around, take a bunch of footage and be like, Oh, I can't believe they did this with NATO drones too, with NATO drones. Right. Right. So what do you guys think about this as far as the U.S. alleging that Russia was planning a false flag operation, right. obviously it's not far, very possible. Right. However, from the side of the U.S., what does this? How does this play into what's going on right now with Ukraine? And does this destabilize what has metastasized in this country, which is the the, the trust in, in Russia, the trust in what the Kremlin has to say. That's kind of metastasize and it's almost like we we still have this information war. But the US, when asked by journalists, be like, Do you have any proof that the Russians were planning a false flag? Right. They said you could either believe us or not. Right. But yeah. but we but we have free press. Right (laughs) So you're supposed to have evidence Yes So what do you guys think
3: Well it was a very interesting press conference Because that is basically how they rolled it out It was the United States government saying uh, Russia's going to launch a whole false flag attack Saying Ukraine attacked Russia And then that's going to be their excuse to attack Ukraine And they rolled it all out And then even the journalists in the room At the State Department were like "All right, you're telling us all this stuff And you're saying this is what they're going to do And you just expect us to believe it And then the diplomat was like Yes, yes, that is exactly
0: what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> it's not that I don't believe it. I mean, Russia, Putin got into power with the uh, what was it, Chechnya, right? The, the bombing of that uh, of oh, that building yeah. in Chechnya, yeah. and then he blamed it on the insurgent group at that time, and then he took you know he took over the power and has yet to let it go because at that point in the 90s, everyone's like Russia's a democracy. Sure. It'll never
3: fall back into totalitarian hands. <laughs> Boris Yeltsin's got it under good uh, drunken hands. Yeah, he does.
0: Oh, he dropped eyes. Oh, oh, he dropped it. All right. <laughs>
3: uh, okay. My, my angle here is
2: if this is real and mm. Russia did do this, then Russia itself is having to do propaganda to convince its citizens to go to war. So it's uh, the
1: world. Right. Well, don't forget well, the eyes are on because with the Olympic Games, too, like Russia is like everyone's watching us now. Right. Put on. Put oh, on Putin on,
3: was there. Give Putin them the was, best borscht.
2: So it's for everybody. Yeah. So
3: this is supposed to. Got it. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah okay. And for domestic. Absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, Putin would be very Putin would look very good in russia if ukraine attacked them first and then he retaliated that would be what you'd call a political winner for him
1: that would be a perfect storm and as we did talk about on last episode ukraine they got a million people over there they're ready to go worst case scenario it's going to be a guerrilla war it's going to be devastating and once a war happens there's ample fodder for both sides Mm. because people get pretty pissed and then Vlad starts it, and then boom, there's a car bombing near the Kremlin. It's like, see, now it ends. Right. Hence why we don't want to get into a conflict, as we've learned. They're difficult to get out of. Exactly. So, just an interesting layer uh, to what's going on with Ukraine. And we are in, as far as I can see, a recipe for war. It's coming together pretty nicely. Low mm-hmm. approval ratings mm-hmm. by Joe. I mean, the job numbers were fairly okay again this this month, but also people are feeling the pain at the pump. They're feeling the pain at the supermarket, and their revenue has not gone up. Right. You know, the raises aren't coming. Mm-hmm. People's salaries are stagnant. So maybe more people are working, but it's still about quality of life issues. Right. And what better way to distract from that than war? And now we also see China and what they're doing with the Olympic Games they are definitely showing their capabilities, and politically, they say that Putin won't attack during the Olympic Games because he thinks it'll make Xi Jinping look bad. Right. Mm. So perhaps the US is like, well, Russia's not going to be doing stuff these next three weeks. Uh-huh. Maybe we go do some psyops. We work Ugh. a little bit with the CIA. We do this, that, Take and the other thing. Take out somebody in Syria. Take out someone in Syria. The scalpel approach, which is never a scalpel again. No one... Other than democracy now reported on the fact I believe it was five children, women, more than that, ten people 13 died.
3: Thirteen innocent people.
1: Um, all to have one person commit suicide. Right.
2: Ugh.
1: so it's a perfect storm of gray uncertainty. Yeah. And no one's political future, especially here on in our in our country. The scary thing is Xi Jinping is fine politically. Putin is stronger than ever politically. Yeah. And Biden. Is hanging on by a freaking thread ah. And then when your back's against the wall And you have uh, nuclear arms Literally <laughs> uh, You might get tempted to, to Use some of your military might Right, that
3: is an interesting time Every time the Olympics rolls around It's a good time Not just to flex your muscles if you're an athlete But if you're a politician Or a leader or a dictator You flex your muscles politically
1: Absolutely you do all right. Well, just lastly, we'll just do a douchebag corner.
3: <laughs> Rich people, huh? Ugh. It's your weekly douchebag update.
1: <laughs> Jeff Bezos, so he's building this. He's got the big ass yacht, right? It's called a g- g- giga yacht. Giga um, yacht. G- it's a giga yacht. It's $485 million. Right? It's a city. <laughs> it's a city, yeah. And uh, he, he, so he got it built over there in, uh, in, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And they were building it and stuff. And then as they were building, they were like, shit, dude, this is way too high. We can't get you out of here. No. How right, we get you out? And it turns out uh, Jeff Bezos is going to foot the bill to raise one of the most iconic bridges in the Netherlands, the <laughs> Shaven Bridge, uh. so that he can get his damn giant yacht out of there. So whether he be in space or in the middle of the ocean, Jeff Bezos seems like he's trying to escape humans. <laughs> oh, gosh. And you wonder if he knows what's coming next for all of us who live here. He's making jobs, Ben. You know, I, I'm i <laughs> yeah. happy that he's taking yeah, care sure. of it. You know, good for him. It would be not, and I This is where... I don't care what has to be done. I don't care if they rebuild that bridge in Pennsylvania and Jeff Bezos puts his fucking ass on it. Right. Right. And he's like, this was made by Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos bridge. I don't care. Make a safe bridge. <laughs> right. That's fine. Because in the Verrazano Bridge in New York, all the bridges in New York, I'm like, whatever keeps them up. I don't care if a private company makes them. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Because it, it seems like uh, the government hasn't really been getting it done. So wow. it's nice to know that Jeff Bezos has the ability to just fund like building bridges and yeah. stuff. And now- He can maybe help out when he's in the middle of the ocean doing God knows what with the bones of Natalie Wood.
2: Mm. (laughs) It's like a solar powered giga yacht too. So I think he's going to completely just disconnect from society and just uh, rule us all from the ocean. And then
3: he'll have his uh, Mars rockets be able to take off from the giga yacht and Mm. then he can just go to space and then come back to the giga yacht and then not deal with anyone else. It is weird if he just built this thing in Pittsburgh, then the bridge would have just fallen down and then he would have just rolled right out of there. Mm-hmm. Why like, You're right why didn't you build this on American soil Yeah man Ugh. that bridge you don't need to pay for that bridge To come down buddy
1: I don't know Anyway so he's gonna do that um, It's the biggest it's the biggest boat So now he has the biggest boat So Yay. he can and now he's Yay. so he's Doing great with the big book. <laughs> also in douchebag news. Du- 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 and du- du- maybe the biggest douchebag, Michael Avenatti. Uh... God, everyone loved him. He did, what was it, like 200 appearances on MSNBC and Fox. And, and, occasionally- CNN. and, and CNN. CNN was o- oh, like, oh, yeah. you
3: should run for president. You should
1: be president. The man was such a schmuck. We saw it all the way through, mm-hmm. all yep. along. Yep. What he did to Stormy is not right. I mean, right. I'll defend Stormy till the day I come. Attorney Michael Avenatti, um, he has now been charged, and he has been, no, I'm sorry, he's been found guilty of the charges when it comes to defrauding Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. and I could not be happier because he is a schmuck. Anyone attached to 2016 politics is a schmuck. Yeah. Basically. hmm So, um, yep, he got... Uh, he, he attempted to extort Nike as well. Michael Avenatti attempted to uh, extort Nike for $25 million, but he didn't win because that's Nike mm-hmm. and you're Michael Avenatti. Right. <laughs> and it's really not going to work.
2: It's not going to go well. No, we know it's not. We all knew it was going to go bad when he started defending himself, what, two weeks ago or whatever? Yes. He, yes, yes, indeed. Yes. Only yes. a
1: fool has a lawyer for a client or something like that. Something <laughs> along those yeah, lines. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it looks like he is facing up to 22 years behind bars. And we'll see what the actual sentence is. Mm. Nonetheless, he'll be able to help out a lot of people with their legal work. So maybe he can use his... Evil minded oh. soul for good. Oh, from
2: inside. That's so sweet.
1: Or he can be on the masked
3: singer. Oh that my god. That would be really
1: fun. He just... will be as soon as he out. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for the masked singer to have Casey Anthony on. Yay. Oh my god. She's dressed as a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who is that? <laughs> Stop. It's Casey Anthony. Yay. <laughs> it's just an
2: asshole. Just a... <laughs> no. no, it's Jody Arias. Sorry. Oh, that's yeah. Jody. Yeah, <laughs> she annoying.
1: got a bunghole. Woo. And lastly, the metaverse. Uh, yeah, as we talked about, they're stopping growth. <laughs> they're going to end the groping. That's nice. Because there's going to be a four foot safety bubble around the avatars, so just go to a bar or a restaurant <laughs> or to the park,
0: whatever. Yeah, sure.
1: this whole thing is it's turning free. into a waking nightmare.
2: No internet. It's free. You know. Oh Great. my god.
1: <laughs> Robot dogs on the border, cameras in the classroom You can't film the cops And it looks like we have a war brewing This is fantastic Yay, more good
3: news More good (laughs) news
1: We'll be back next week, Valentine's week Hope everyone has love out there Whether it be a beagle chihuahua Or a person Mm. Alright, there
0: that is (laughs) Can't wait All
1: right, everyone, thanks so much for listening We hope you're doing well out there And uh, yeah, hail yourselves, we'll talk to you soon